What is up, futurists? Your host, Michael Sakant here, and I'm so hyped to be bringing you another episode of the Our Future podcast, the business podcast for young people, where you will hear from the visionary business leaders shaping our future, and you'll get winning career advice and behind-the-scenes insights from some of the most exciting companies and startups on this planet. Make sure you're subscribed wherever you're listening. Don't you want to be part of our future? I know you do. You got to subscribe. Without further ado, let's dive in. My next guest is Kevin Merida, SVP and Editor-in-Chief of ESPN's The Undefeated. It's a digital platform which provides news and commentary at the intersection of sports, race, and culture. Before he got the call to launch The Undefeated at ESPN, Kevin worked at the Washington Post for over 20 years. He broke huge stories in U.S. politics and covered stories like Obama's 2008 presidential campaign. Kevin has had a pretty legendary career in media and journalism. This one was awesome. Hope you guys enjoy. When you were my age, like 20 years old, you're at BU, Boston University as an undergrad. Did you envision yourself in the world of media and journalism? You know, I was in journalism, going to school for journalism at a time when the profession was very hot, right? It was it, it was in the uh, aftermath of Watergate and and Bob Woodward, you know, they were investigative reporters that basically their reporting ended up uh, causing a president to, to leave office and it glamorized the profession. It was a great profession. And uh, I just remember when I was in school feeling a lot of pressure, both exciting, but also it's just like, man, am I, am I really going to make it in this, in this field? But uh, here we are talking to you. You worked at the Washington Post. You were covering these huge stories on national news. You were covering Obama's presidential campaign, these, these massive stories. And now you're at ESPN. So is there anything that you miss about covering the wide open world as opposed to the world through sports? Or do you think that this new lens in which you're reporting on the world is perfect for how you want to how you want to write and discuss? Well, I, I think careers evolve, right? And I think the one thing when you're you're getting out of school and and you progress through your career, you just can be wide open to opportunity. I mean, I was at the Washington Post for 22 years. And as you know, um, you know, covered a bunch of, you know, presidential campaigns, but I was a long form feature writer. I was a magazine columnist. Uh, I was an editor, you know, for a good stretch of time. I oversaw the national staff. And then I was managing editor at the time um, that ESPN called me, John Skipper called me about starting a new platform called The Undefeated, and that really was focusing on the intersections of race, sports, and culture. So this was like starting, launching a startup inside of a big company. And so that really appealed to me from the standpoint of, of something new that I hadn't done. Um, it was it was launching something that hadn't gotten off the ground. It was um, also just kind of we're in an entrepreneurial kind of phase of media now where, where there are lots of new uh, verticals and, and new sites and platforms that we just discussed. And so the opportunity to start something in a big company was really like me, a challenging thing that I hadn't done. So I kind of just jumped off that, that high dive and decided to go for it. How do you stay objective as an interviewer and a reporter when you're literally on Air Force One and you're you're talking to to, to President Obama, well, how how do you how do you separate yourself from that moment? When you're a journalist, I think no matter who you meet, and you 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 always have that. You know, it's 
you're trying to um, talk to people, whether it's, hey, I, I look at it like whether I'm hanging out with somebody in a housing project and trying to understand uh, this housing project being closed and what it's going to mean to the families there. Um, you know, all kinds of reporting has its own difficulties and, and, and challenges and possibilities. And you're always trying to relate to whoever you are. Um, I think, I think with journalism, because you're so used to talking to people, I don't know that anybody necessarily is more intimidating than the next. You know, I, I find it sometimes, Hey, it's, I'm more nervous about going into a place and trying to talk to a little kid and trying to get a story out of a young person. Cause I'm trying to figure out how to do that, you know, uh, or, you know, and with, and with, um, and I, with, with, uh, Barack Obama, I mean, I didn't cover that. I didn't cover him in the white house. I covered, I wrote about the 28 campaign, you know, and, and the campaign that led to him being elected. And I was a roving feature writer. I went all around the country. I wasn't following him on his plane. I was, I was dipping in and trying to, to, to write about the stories in the country that were laying the groundwork to elect the first African-American president, which was at that time unprecedented. I used to jog with President um, H.W. Bush. You know the first president the Bush. The first one. Wow. Yeah, the first covered covered wow, that man. presidency. Been on the and, block for a minute. Yeah, I've been around for for block for a minute, <laughs> and and we used to jog, and it was one of the things he liked to do, and he invite reporters along, and that was at the time really a pretty surreal experience. You know, you you're in the limo with the president, you get a call from the White House, and and his uh, assistant saying, Kevin, the president is going to go for a run. You know, at you know eleven thirty, like to know if yeah. if you'd like to join him, and it's it's nine thirty. You know, and you had uh, your you had your suit on too. You're you're running with him. Your guys go yeah, running nice with him. So you know, yeah. I used to keep keep my my sneakers and jog and stuff in in my in one of my drawers just because you never knew when you might get a call because it wasn't planned. Crazy. So when ESPN gave you that call to start the undefeated, I mean, race, culture, and sports are inextricably linked. Like they've always they always have been why did you see sports as an awesome opportunity to write about these topics and what did you want to do differently that maybe reporting in that area hadn't done i'd always been you know a sports fan so and a consumer of espn when we started the undefeated i mean one of the things our tagline is not conventional never boring which is hard to live up to um, on a day-to-day -day basis, but we, we try to set that bar for ourselves to, that we would try to do different things. We would not, we were not going to be a website, quote unquote, um, even though we have a URL and, and we publish every day, but we've done nine television specials. You know, we've done music videos, we've done comedy, poetry, you know, we've done two children's books that were New York Times bestsellers. So we've, we've, we've done a bunch of town halls. So we've convened, we've gone out yeah. to communities. Convened so things. much more than just a column. It's a multimedia. Yeah, actually a multimedia enterprise. So, and we thought it was important to go places. We went to the South side of Chicago and had a town hall, brought community leaders and, and athletes together uh, to talk about gun violence. And, and so I think we, we felt both some social responsibility of our own. We wanted to do, um, be really creative and nimble when it came to producing content. 
And so we've constantly tried to live that. And, and so that was always in, in, in my mind was just the possibilities and the range of possibilities being in a great place like ESPN. When, when sports were canceled, I mean, how did the entire organization contend with that? Switching from an angle of covering sports to one looking at it from different angles, logistically, um, financially, uh, understanding what's going on behind the scenes. How did the reporting shift and your mindset shift when sports kind of disappeared? Well, look, I think, you know, that I think my colleagues have been very creative. There was a lot of creative programming. It was a lot of live programming, even though there wasn't live sports, you know, the studio shows were, were operating. Um, you know, there was a lot to, to process because sports, you know, we talk about the games, but obviously it's populated by, by human beings. Athletes are human. They're, they're dealing with the pandemic like the rest of the country. There was a lot of work to be done just on, on life in, in pandemic America, right? And, and we did a lot of with, with that at the Undefeated and just really trying to drill in on, on what mm-hmm. of how people were living and, and what was and who was affected and disproportionately impacted. There's a lot to do with that. We actually produced a video, a music video during that time that was a tribute to sports and with a, uh, a Portland rapper, Easy McCoy, that just talked about how it showed how everybody was coping and, and getting along and pulling together. So obviously sports occupies a special place, right? And yeah. it, it, it looks like it's slowly coming back and and I think everybody's looking forward to coming back. And look at what we got during the pandemic. We got the last dance. What did you think of it? What, hey, it was sick. Unbelievable. It was Un- yeah, Un- it was crazy. unbelievable. It came at a great time. Uh, greatest player in in the history of of the sport of basketball. I think um, you know Tim Parks on that magical run. But it was really more about just as much about not just about Jordan, but about the Bulls and about that era of basketball. And, and uh, it was, it was unbelievable. We, and we did a lot of coverage around it too. Yeah. 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 Was it always slated to come out when it did, or was it planned to be? They they moved it up. Yeah. Yeah. Moved it up to take advantage of the, uh, you know, of the, of those windows of opportunity. And so, um, yeah. And it was, I'm glad they did. It, it, It was, it was epic. Anything you're borrowing from that production that you want to apply into the media you create specifically at the undefeated? I just think, I think storytelling and, and doing big epic things. I think, I think it's important to have big swings and to have do things that really have, that have monumental weight. And, and uh, I think we're, as we, as we continue to, to grow and develop, we want to do things that people will, will, uh, remember forever, you know, to create memories. And I think that's, that's really important about the craft. Our world turned upside down again in late May with the murders of several people at the hands of the police of, of African-Americans. We created an entirely new fight for, or renewed a fight for racial equality. And you guys at the undefeated, you guys had been like hitting these strings already for several years. Was it more we're just we have a renewed mission, or we're gonna do something different, or or amplify this? What was the the thought process there? Well, look, I I I think you know, just as you said, Michael, that you know, for us, we have been you know doing this coverage before the 
the bright lights were on the yeah. subject of racial justice and and you know and police violence and and Black Lives Matter and and all of it. I mean, we've been we've been telling these stories, um, you know, from the lens of the athlete and 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 other lenses. And you know, so for us, it was just we were in our natural habitat and we just kind of you know pushed ahead and 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 we didn't have to ramp up. We had our staff, but we we pushed hard, like, and, and we also, because it occupied so much of the attention of the, of the country, including our own company and network, um, there was a lot more attention on us. We were, you know, very much consultants, uh, about this, this coverage. We worked with a lot of partners. We, we produced a television special, um, you know, uh, we had another three hour block of programming with um you know that where we released a a a mini doc that we had done that was was not we had hadn't had a home it was about athletes it was about the the Milwaukee Bucks and the Sacramento Kings going to visit um separate prisons and interacting with inmates and it was really a story of kind of criminal justice and and how you know our system of criminal justice and and the relationship that athletes have to those who are inside um, prison and how they see each other. And so we, we dropped that in the middle of a couple of town halls we had previously done and had a three hour block of program. It looked like it was made just like we just made it, you know, last week or something for, for these times, but we had already done it because in part, yeah, that's, that's, that kind of work was, was, was something that was part of our natural rhythm. So, um, and we, and then we had another special with that um, co-hosted by Michael Eves and Maria Taylor, L. Duncan, Jay Harris, that we we teamed up on called Time for Change. We won't be defeated. At the end of um, uh, June, we had that special, and so um, and we're working on another one now. Any yeah. story, any rights, any you know personalities. What would you, is there like some big idea that you have for, for a story or some kind of uh, documentary that you'd want to make if you had that opportunity? Well, look, we, 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 we have an opportunity with that. And that we have, we, we, um, you know, it was announced, you know, Colin Kaepernick uh, oh, yeah. has a, yeah. a first look deal with, with, with Disney and we're making his, his, his documentary series on on the last five years of his life and and who he is and and all that's happened i think he's certainly one of the iconic um figures you know of our time when the history books are written this this period of activism particularly by black athletes um that in some ways was was wasn't limited to simply their um you know wasn't wasn't limited to them kneeling uh with with Kaepernick and others kneeling in the NFL, but certainly that was a big dimension of it for, for um, uh, a number of, of years. And, and so we're telling his story, you know, um, that's crazy with ESPN films. So that's pretty big right there. If you could open this up to other students interested in making their mark on the world, what would your career advice be as they go about and launch their career in this, this new era? Find your passion, right? I, I think if you can, if you can marry your passion with 
with your your work and make a livelihood out of something you're really passionate about and you have strong belief in and that can be anything right i think you're gonna you're gonna make your way to a happy life you know it you know work takes up a lot of time it shouldn't take up all of the time and there's always you know my advice is to is what i probably could use you know i, I need to take my own advice you know which is you know, have some balance, you know, it'll, it'll making sure that when you go and you're pursuing your career and you're chasing your, your work dreams, that you have enough balance so that you're living a full enough life to both enjoy it and also to, to get some other things in your mind, you know, so that you open up your mind, you learn and you be open. That's the main thing, just being open to possibility. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Kevin Merida, editor-in-chief of ESPN's The Undefeated. They're putting out world-class journalism, taking sports a layer deeper. They're going beyond the stats and the scores. They're getting to the heart of what sports are, and that's the human beings that play them. They're having important conversations. You guys have to go check it out. I know you guys are going to absolutely crush it this week. That's what the futurists do. And we're also launching something new, so stay tuned. If you've gotten this far in the episode, just get hyped. Just get super hyped. Stay frosty. See you guys soon.